Welcome to Day of Destiny with Dr. Michelle Corral, author, prophetic teacher, and pastor of Breath of the Spirit Prophetic Word Center. Dr. Corral can be seen weekly, nationwide, and around the world on her weekly telecasts that air on God TV, Impact, and Word Network. Now, let's join Dr. Corral by experiencing Day of Destiny, designed with your highest destiny in mind. Now, here is Dr. Corral. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. So we realize that power is not given until the Holy Spirit comes upon an individual and, and makes himself known to that individual. And so we realize that when we are reading Acts chapter 1, verse 8, to receive power from the Holy Ghost, the evidence is, hallelujah, the experience of being baptized in the Holy Ghost is the power. It's dunamis power. Put your hands up right now and say the evidence of being baptized in the Holy Ghost is the reception. It's the communication. It's being filled with the Holy Ghost. And it is the power of the Holy Ghost, the dunamis power. So we understand, dear saints of God, that when we read about baptism in the Spirit, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You and I begin to understand that this power that is being spoken of here is dunamis power, and that that power does not come until after the Holy Ghost comes. And the, the evidence that one has been baptized in the Spirit is that one has received the evidence of dunamis in a life. So that, that dunamis power is what we're looking at. And we're looking at now the English word for power translated into the Greek language is dunamis. And we know that you will receive dunamis after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And that word dunamis means to be able, that you are receiving an abundance of ability to do the impossible. Put your hands up right now and say, as I was baptized in the Spirit, I received the abundance of, the, of ability to do the impossible in my life. Can we give God the praise and can we give God the glory? So this means you will receive power, literally means, dear people of God, after that the Holy Ghost shall come upon you, literally means that God has given you ability to do the impossible through the baptism in the Holy Spirit. That means that every assignment that he gives you, and you and I have to understand that if you have an assignment that is not impossible, you don't have an assignment. I'm going to say that again. If you have an assignment from God that is not an impossible assignment, then you have not received that assignment from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is only going to give you an assignment that is impossible that you cannot do, but that he gives you the ability to do through the dunamis power of God. Somebody ought to give God the praise and give God the thanks. Hallelujah. So we understand you shall receive dunamis after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, beloved people, I need you to see that in a personal prophetic sense of scripture, 
One of the ways we can understand what dunamis is, one of the ways we can understand the way that dunamis works is found in its prophetic parallel in the book of Judges. In the book of Judges, the book of Judges itself is a prophetic prefiguring of the work of dunamis in a life. It shows us the human limitation and the power of the Spirit, the Spirit of God that enables us to go beyond our limitation. How many of you today want to receive the anointing to do something far beyond your human limitation? You want to receive the anointing to exceed, to go far beyond what you are capable of doing. And you know that you've received the Holy Spirit's assignment on your life. When you, when you enter into that place and you come into that assignment that you know you cannot do, that you know you have not the talent, you have not the ability, you have not the strength, you have not the know-how, you must be completely and totally dependent upon him to give you the dunamis to accomplish it. Can I get a witness? Put your hands up right now and say, Holy Spirit of God, today I receive the anointing receive the power to accomplish my assignment in the dunamis power of God. When we look at the book of Judges, beloved, we are going to see in the book of Judges that the text presents a criteria. The criteria for the call in the book of Judges is literally human weakness. Now, many of us, when we put a resume in to do a job, the very first thing that we're going to do in that resume is to present all of our qualifications that we might be chosen from that resume, that we might be selected for a specific responsibility, that we might be selected for a certain, a certain job that we are inquiring about. We place a resume, we place our qualifications, but in the book of Judges, you and I are going to see the antithesis of the world. We are going to see the scripture literally fulfilled as Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and I want you to look at it with me in verse 25, because we are going to understand that the book of Judges places a, a denominator of destiny based on inability. You didn't hear me, so I'm going to say that again. The book of Judges places the denominator of destiny for every candidate that was elected and selected for the purposes of God based on their inability. I did not say their ability. I said their inability. Those who should not have been selected were absolutely elected because the book of Judges shows us the prophetic prefiguring of dunamis power. Look at the word of God, if you will, beloved saints, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And I want you to look at verse 25. Put your hands up right now and say, Holy Spirit, as I've never known you before, tonight I receive power. I receive the dunamis power to do the will of God, to do the impossible. Download my impossible assignment to me that I might draw on dunamis power to accomplish the will of God in 
in my life. Can I get a witness? Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25, and I want you to see what dunamis power is all about. Because we see that the context and the criteria for the call, that it is also based on weakness. There is a comparison in the context between 1 Corinthians 1, 25 through 29 and the book of Judges. These compare themselves together in perfect unity and harmony in terms of theme. Why, dear people of God? Because we're going to see in the book of Judges, the text teaches us and the text presents the criteria for the call based on inability and based on human weakness. They were given something that they had no ability to do in the natural. I want you to know that when the Holy Spirit downloads your real assignment from God, you will not have the ability in your natural man to do what the Spirit of God has called you to do. But you must understand that it is based on the ability to receive dunamis. The dunamis power of God gives you that ability, that abundance of ability to do the impossible. Put your hands up right now and say, Holy Spirit, I receive the abundance of ability to do the impossible. Somebody ought to give God the praise. Let us look, beloved saints, at the word of God found in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, looking at verse 25. The Bible says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, for you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, not many noble are called, verse 27, for God hath chosen the foolish things of this world to confound, hallelujah, the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of this world, things without strength, those without a name, those without talent, those without natural ability, those who have no one to back them up, those who have been through fire and through flood are the very ones that the Holy Ghost is looking for, for a candidate to be filled with the dunamis power of God. God had chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, and God had chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things that are mighty. Verse 28, Paul is building a case that we might understand that God does not select and God does not elect on the basis of the way man elects and selects. He's looking for a weak vessel. He's looking for a vessel that has no ability in the natural 
to do what he's called them to actually do until his dunamis fills you with the power and fills you with the abundance of ability to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, that puts our success seminar right out the drain. Nothing wrong with our success seminar. There's nothing wrong with becoming excellent in everything we do. As a matter of fact, we are teaching you tonight supernatural sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that must be done in a most excellent way for the kingdom of God. But we have come to the point that we are so dependent upon our abilities that we have now become conditioned to the compromise. And, and let us continue in verse 28 so that we might understand what Paul is saying and we might see the comparison in the context between those who are the candidates of dunamis power and judges. Verse 28 says, and the base things of this world and the things that are despised are the things which God has chosen. Yea, the things, hallelujah, that are despised, that are not to bring to not the things that are, so that no flesh can glory in his presence. So that means, beloved saints, that God has chosen the base things of this world, the humble things, the things you and I would never in a million years consider. The Holy Spirit, this very hour, is looking for a vessel. He's looking for a vessel with weakness. He's looking for a vessel that doesn't possess all the natural abilities for the task that he's going to call you to do. He is looking for someone that is willing. He is looking for someone that is yielded. He is looking for someone that is surrendered to him that his dunamis power might be made perfect in weakness. so wonderful when you come to the place that you know you cannot do what you have been called to do in the natural. It's so wonderful when you come to the place and say, I'm too tired. Or you come to the place and say, I'm too old. Or you come to the place and say, I don't have the ability. Or you come to the place and say, I'm not educated enough. Or you come to the place and say, I'm not skilled enough. Or you come to the place and say, I'm not experienced enough. Or you come to the place and you say, I've made too many mistakes. Or you come to the place and say, I don't know why you would choose me, Holy Spirit. You are the very vessels that he is looking for, that his strength might be made perfect in weakness. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I want you to see it. We read 1 Corinthians 1, 25 through 29, and we saw that election was based on the rejection of this world. Hallelujah. If you've, if you, if you've gone through some rejection, 
then you might as well know there's a supernatural election over your life. Put your hand up right now and say, I'm one of those. I've gone through some rejection, so I know that there's a supernatural election over my life because God takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Somebody ought to give God the praise. Second Corinthians chapter 12, beloved, looking at verse 9, the scripture says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength, last line of verse 9, for my strength, my dunamis, is made perfect in weakness. Looking at it again, he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, that grace of God that enables us, that grace of God that is the dunamis of God, the empowering of God, the grace of God that enables us to do what we naturally cannot do in our natural man. Our body and our age says you can't do it, but dunamis says I've empowered you to do it. enough I don't know what I'm doing but the dunamis power of God will give you a revelation how to do it you have not the wisdom you did not go to many years of education to carry out what you've been called to do but yet there is a dunamis that can come upon you, that can make you wiser than all your enemies. Can I get a witness if you're yielded to him who is perfect wisdom? We've gotten to the place in the church that we are no longer dependent on the Holy Spirit. We've gotten to the place that we've become so dependent on man. We've become so dependent on our abilities. We've become so dependent on our name. We've been so dependent on the things of this world. But today I'm here to tell you that the Holy Ghost is looking for a vessel. Someone who has nothing to help God with. Who is yielded and surrendered. Ready to be filled with the dunamis power of God. he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly then will I glory in my infirmities or my debilities. Who here is going to glory in their disability? To say, thank you, Lord. I can't walk real straight. Thank you, Lord. I, I, haven't, I haven't had the education that I need for this project. Thank you, Lord, that you put me on assignment. I don't have the strength, but I'm thanking you, Lord. Do you know why? Because now you are not going to be doing it. Now the Holy Ghost is going to take over, and he is going to do it through you. Do you know why? Because he needs a vessel 
that is totally dependent upon him for everything the way David was totally dependent upon him for everything. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly then will I glory in my infirmities that the dunamis of Christ may rest upon me. Look at verse 10, the last line, and I want you all to say it together. I want you to look at it in that, in that last line of 2 Corinthians 10. I want you to see, hallelujah, 12, verse 10. That last line is the line of power. That last line is the, is the entrance into the dunamis of God. It is the entrance into being filled with the dunamis of God. He said in verse 10, last line, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Put your hands up right now and say, Holy Ghost, I give you praise that when I am weak, then I am strong. Give God the praise and give God the glory. For when I am weak, when I have nothing to help God with, when I'm so thankful that now I can depend on the helper, the one who's going to do it all for me. This is the way the early church was. The early church did not make a move without the Holy Ghost directing and perfecting everything every single decision in that church. They did not dare make a move without his leading, without his witness, without his permission, without his guiding. We need to get to the place that if we're so dependent on the Spirit of God that without him we're sunk. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. The scripture goes to show us in a personal prophetic sense of scripture. I want you to see it. How God's dunamis is perfected in power through weakness as we see the prophetic parallel in the book of Judges. I shared with you the doctrine on the Holy Spirit given to us by Paul. I shared with you on the doctrine concerning dunamis given to us by Paul that Paul's doctrine of dunamis has to do with the weakness of this world. It has to do with the base things of this world. It has to do with the things that are despised so no man can glory in the presence of God. But now we are going to see that this is actually a prophetic prefiguring of the way that the Spirit of God already began to work in the book of Judges. One of the things we need to understand, dear people of God, is that the Holy Spirit did not make his first appearance in the upper room. We need to understand that the Holy Spirit has always been here. We need to understand that the Holy Spirit is God, that the Holy Spirit actually on the first day of creation, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. We see the Holy Spirit as deity, as part of the creative power of God. He is God. So someone says, how do I serve the Holy Spirit as God? 
by yielding, by surrendering, because he's only going to tell you to do what Jesus is doing. We just read from the book of Acts that everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up, until the day he went back to heaven, everything has been recorded that he began to do and teach. But now the scripture says in Acts chapter 1 verse 2, he being Jesus through the Holy Ghost. So Jesus still teaches. Jesus still does his mighty acts, but all through the person and the power of the Spirit of God. He's still teaching. And he's still ordering his church. But all through the power of the Holy Ghost. And we see in Judges chapter 2, looking at verse 16. Who were these judges? The Shoftim in Hebrew. Were they those who just sat by the gate and judged and took judgment of all of Israel's cases into a court-like legislation and legislated Torah ruling on every decision? No. The Shoftim were deliverers. They were chosen by God to deliver Israel during a time when Israel was under the bondage of enemies. Every judge was raised up to break oppression off of Israel. So we need to understand that their mission was much more spiritual than military. When you read the book of Judges, you can understand how deliverance operates. Because these judges who were raised up did not have military ability to deliver Israel out of the hand of such oppressors. You and I are called like the judges in our generation that we might break the yoke of bondage off of those in this generation that are under oppression of the enemy. Do you understand? Put your hands up and say, my destiny is to be a deliverer. Come on, say it again, my destiny is to be a deliverer. One of the most powerful common denominators, I call them denominators of destiny found in the book of Judges. So we understand though, though the battle may have lasted for each judge, some only a few months, others a few years, till they broke the oppressive power off of Israel. It was not by military means. It was all through the secret of the spirit revealed in that judge that that judge had supernatural strength and power chosen because of their inabilities 
demonstrating the power of dunamis, foreshadowing the work of the Holy Ghost in the church. Can I get a witness somewhere? Though their battles and though their struggle may have varied from various judges in the period of their years of rule over Israel, we need to understand that in the era of every judge, every judge that had the Spirit of the Lord upon them, God gave rest to the land. It is a prophetic parallel in the life of every judge that was anointed by the Spirit. God gave rest to the land 40 years. In the time of Othniel, he gave rest to the land 40 years. In the time of Ehud, he gave rest to the land 40 years. In the time of Deborah, he gave rest to the land 40 years. In the time of Samson, he gave rest to the land. In the time of Gideon, he gave rest to the land 40 years. In the time of Yiftah, he gave rest to the land 40 years. Why 40 years? Because they represent one vessel that God can use in one generation. The difference, one vessel that is weak, that has no ability whatsoever, one vessel that is surrendered completely to the power of the Holy Spirit and knows what the secret of their strength is and guards that strength and guards that secret, safeguards it. God is going to reveal to every one of you what the secret of your strength is. It must be safeguarded. So that we understand that when the Holy Spirit positioned these judges in the place, though the battles lasted only a few years or a few months, the anointing on those judges was so strong, it affected the entire generation till their death. You didn't hear me. Put your hand up right now. And say this with me, Holy Spirit, I give you praise that you are choosing me to be a voice in this generation for God. I give you praise. It does not matter my talents, my abilities, my age, my background. It does not matter. You are looking for a person with this ability that you might show your power and your greatness in. You are just asking for a yielded vessel. I ask you today, use your people for the glory of God, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Give God the praise. Thank you for joining us today on Day of Destiny. We invite you to our website at mydayofdestiny.com where you can easily access other podcasts and obtain your copy of Dr. Corral's latest book, Secrets of the Anointing. Also, we want to take this moment to invite you to engage in extending your hand of kindness by planting your seed or offering for multitudes that include orphans, providing water wells, providing medical supplies, clinics, feeding programs, 
and many other services to the suffering church and through efforts of evangelism worldwide. Just go to our website and click the donate button or text to give. Text HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D, to 7797. That's HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D, to 7797. You are also invited to visit Dr. Michelle Corral Facebook or Instagram. We look forward to having you encounter the anointing with us on our next Day of Destiny podcast.